Hi, John. Thank you. Did, did you want to loop back around for any like, I think in the other fundamentals ones, we had some evergreen questions that we had, like, uh, what should you or what you should you do? Diana, do you mm -hmm. remember these? Oh, I don't have my notes in front of me oh, okay. uh, right now. Didn't mean to but, put you on the spot. That's okay. Yeah, no, I, I probably had some things like, you know, best, do you know, do you have any best practices? Do you have any yeah. things to look out for? Those are my favorite questions just generally. But that being said, I mean, you know, you're kind of already there talking about the product owner thing. I don't know if, if you want to just continue that conversation or if that screws up your rhythm. Well, no, no I just wanted I mean, to make sure we got enough for the refinement yeah, gotcha. episode, uh, and it's and it felt the same as the other. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little shorter, <laughs> but and the thing of it is, is that which you know, if I was going to actually do this to feed on your point, it is, uh, it is saying it's not really an event because we're not spending a whole lot of time on it because. Okay. The time we spent on this was less than the time we spent on everything else because we could sit and talk about retrospectives all day long. We could talk about uh, sprint planning all day long. Refinement, well, you know, it's a thing that we should do and teams should do it and why should they do it and all of that. So, okay. Yeah, I don't know if we, hmm, I don't know if we covered some topics that maybe the audience were looking for, like estimation, sh it's sharing knowledge less implementation conversation leave that for planning yeah we, we I don't, I don't it know. was mentioned a little bit you know focus bit, yeah. on on why this is a story mm. um estimate the story and have mm. a conversation about it we did mention those three things but okay. not explicitly like team understand a shared team understanding of yeah or even like how do you manage to if you can't make maybe it's going too detail but like if you have dependencies with stories, how can you tackle them in refinement? Mm. Right? See? These but, sort of but, things. Mm. Oh, they're too yeah. low level, Brent. No, 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 no. I think that's good. But here's what I think would be really interesting is that I'm just going to use this since we haven't stopped recording. I'm going to use this as the as an example of the parking lot, Justin. Hey. <laughs> right? Because, you know, have we covered everything? I would say we've covered most things that you would need to think about when it came to refinement, right? So do you have them? You should. Uh, does your team get into the weeds? No, because that's, I mean, you can. Uh, is the product owner engaged? Because I've had, I've had teams that do refinement without the product owner. That's like, no, really. Who do you ask no, questions I, of then, right? Right, completely. But it's one of those where teams that go, oh, we're more technical, right? More technical teams want to do it where it's like, oh, we don't need the product owner because we're going to get into the weeds. Well, that's fine. But how about you have a conversation with the product owner? Because the, if you have the product owner there, look, the product owner doesn't have to be doing anything if you want to have your technical conversations. But if the product owner, you know, you have a question for the product owner, you don't have to go hunt them down. All you have to do is while they're sitting there working on something else, hey, what about this thing? Smart product owners are engaged even if they're not technically focused. Right. Well, and and a really good product owners over time develop a familiarity with the weeds. Completely. Right? Hey, 
Yeah, you're talking about uh, new API returns. Are we going to have to do a major version of that? Is it going to break people that already subscribe to our public facing API? Yep. Right. Yep. Just knowing that as a product owner is not something you might know coming into it. There's definitely something good product owners develop over time. Yeah. So I'm going to actually throw in this edit. Here's an edit. So uh, we're going to introduce everybody again, because I think we've had one at this point, because by the time this recording comes out, we will have done other ones. But this is a... Uh, this is a parking lot and this is a parking lot that we had after the conversation for the episode that hopefully you just listened to, which was on sprint refinement. And so Justin, Sonny and I are just sitting here doing a little bit of a debrief. So welcome to how the, uh, sausage is made, as they said, gentlemen, thanks for uh, being cut, here cut, again. Cut. What? No, sorry. Cut, cut you here. Sorry. Remember this, right? It's after the sausage. Right, so remember that the editing. Um, oh, no. you're, you're saying sprint refinement, yeah. But, see, I've always seen it as backlog refinement, and I yeah. said backlog refinement when I said it earlier. Yeah, so are we sending wrong messages? No, 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 I don't think so because it's it is the what works for a team. If a team calls it sprint refinement, cool, if a team calls it backlog refinement, cool, and it backs up the point that Justin said, which is. It's not really a thing because it's not in the scrum guide. And also you both said that there are teams that do it. They didn't call it that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, refinement. It's, it's because it's unofficial, there is no official. It should be this. So I say we use it all. Yeah. yeah. It's all oh, of the above. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, it's totally fine. See, and this is why I'm going to keep this in the, I'm going <laughs> to keep this on the uh, uh, parking lot because it's like, look, this is how we do things around here. And of course, we could have our moment where we say hi to Diana. Hi, Diana. Hi, Diana. Secret person. Hello, Diana. <laughs> You're funny. Hi. Nobody knows she's here, but she's always there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, One so, <laughs> the producer, the voice, Diana. The voice of God. Um, so, you know, did we cover everything? I think we did. I mean, Here's, here's one of the things about refinement, and you touched on it a little bit, Justin, where it was refinement depends on good product owners. Because if you have a horrible or a less than stellar or insert different way of saying that they're not a great PO here, uh, I say all of your events can be at risk. It's not just refinement. Sprint planning can be at risk because you end up with, say, a, uh, a strong uh, functional manager who says, hey, you know what? This is, this is really my meeting because I'm telling the team what to do. Okay, there's so many broken things in that sentence, right? Uh, strong product owners have to be everywhere. And refinement just happens to be a place where we talk about it. And I think that's more conversation for product owner series yeah I, it on that topic too i think there there's a concept that the cost has to be paid no matter what uh, mm -hmm. i'm trying to get away from cost metaphors but 
the friction has the, there's a certain amount of friction in a system you can't get around it it's where you put that friction that that makes mm -hmm. the difference right or if you, if you want to stick with the cost so refinement has to happen teams that so i think maybe one topic is what happens to teams that don't do it well they pay that cost somewhere else or they encounter that friction somewhere else yeah. right where and yeah. usually it's during the sprint when a, when a team member has picked up a story takes a look at it and goes, I have no idea what this is. I could attack this 1700 different ways. Um, I'm sure like five of them are probably good. I need to go talk to somebody about it, right? And then, and then what happens is you don't have confidence in your sprint uh, commitment or forecast. You're not able to deliver or you take a much more time or you discover dependency, right? To, um, <clears throat> to a point we made earlier in the episode, you discover a dependency and now you're stuck. Right, because you didn't plan for that. You could have reached out to that team uh, earlier, but you didn't. And so that that cost gets paid somewhere, so that the the incentive for teams to do a refinement, either as an event or over time, is you're going to pay that cost somewhere. You're going to encounter that friction somewhere. Might as well do it here when you're calm and you can <laughs> figure it out, than in the midst of the chaos of a sprint when you really, really need to have it done. And I would say not throw the product owner under the bus for that. I think that's a team. The team has failed itself, right? If you get into the sprint and somebody looks at the ticket and says, I don't know what's going on here. Huh? So you didn't do that in sprint planning. You didn't do that in sprint refinement. You haven't had any conversations Prior to someone picking up this ticket, you can even do this in stand-up. You can say, hey, I was going to take a look at doing blah, 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 blah. And this is what I have a question about. Can we talk about it in our parking lot after the end of stand-up? Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Well, and the, the, you mentioned sprint planning, right? Uh, teams that do it in sprint planning, again, it's too late. You're, you, at the end of this session, you're going to be asked, are you confident? Can we commit to this? Can we forecast this for our sprint? And yeah. if you had a question about uh, new technology, if you have a question about a dependency, again, coming back to that, and you have, I mean, unless you have the teams that all your dependency representatives in that sprint planning with you, you're probably not going to get the answer that day. So what do you do, right? You can't start the sprint or you do start the sprint without having done the, the your due diligence. So yeah, it's it's that idea of, it's there, it's in your system somewhere, the friction, the cost, whatever you want to call it, where you pay it matters. Well, what I'll say to that though is uh, individuals and interactions over processes and tools. So if I find out in the middle of the sprint and we're having a conversation about it, I win. That's a good thing, right? A team, a team that actually owns the fact that they, they missed it, like we all missed it. Okay, cool. Great, great topic for the retrospective, but for this, let's say that we're having the conversation, great, that makes it so that we have an opportunity to meet our sprint goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as it's brought up in the retrospective. Because <laughs> if you miss that opportunity as well, then what have you- Well, really you know, you, that, means your, uh, that means your scrum master has to be taking some notes. Yeah. Or that the team has to be taking some notes, hello. Mm -hmm. Sonny, you've been you've been sitting there doing a whole lot of hmm. yeah yeah. I'll be listening to both <laughs> of you, and it's um, I'll follow up on a couple of points there because I think yeah yeah 
Yeah, you've got to find where the friction is, but I think wherever you find that friction, the impact is pretty big of not doing yeah. it. Because if yeah. you look at it from different elements, it's um, you stop producing a product or it slows down, right? <laughs> On that side, you've probably got a frustrated team that doesn't know what's coming next or even um, the finer details that are required sometimes as well. So I think it's one of those, and it's not an event, but it's one of those processes in Scrum that if you stop doing, the impact's pretty high mm-hmm. on the future. On I think success, compared right? to some of, yeah, on success. Um, yeah. yeah. Your productivity might be just fine. Your yeah. success is is what's impacted. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get the whole thing about your blast radius being different, but it's going to be what it's going to be. Yes, you should try to minimize it, but you know what? Sometimes you don't find out something until you're there. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you, you know, is it is it a preferred practice to say no? You know, we we want to have this all buttoned up before we go. But gosh, that sounds a lot like waterfall. So, how about we just say we do what we can, we inspect and adapt, and if we get better, so that we don't do this again next time, all the better. Yeah. Well, um, you know, something for our retro episode. It goes back to Kurt's prime directive for retrospectives, right? We we're going we're gonna to be in here with the assumption that everyone did the best they could mm-hmm. with the information they had. And that's, mm-hmm. a, I'm murdering that quote and, and that, that, that prime directive, but that's, you know, that's the paraphrase, right? Yeah. And with the information they have is the key point. So how you game the system for that is you give as much information as you can. And you're always going to miss some to your point, Brent, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get it, it's never going to be 100%. Um, but that's why you go into the retrospective and you say, how did we miss this one? How did we not miss it again? And then you'll miss a different one next time. You go, how do we miss this one? And how do we not miss it again? Right. And, and over time you develop maybe a better refinement because of it. Well, and that brings up a point is, and of course, in classic fashion, it popped in for a moment and it disappeared. So I'm just going to go, uh, you know what, uh, I have a this- I have a machine that's going to die soon. So suddenly make a point and okay. then we'll close it out. Very quickly. There is also one other thing to consider, the context switch from mm-hmm. sprint to refinement as well. And I, do you know what I used to do years ago? <laughs> I used to actually make refinement uh, with by bringing lots of coffee and snacks in. Is oh, yeah. So, All day yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. I know it's kind of context switching. We're <clears throat> taking it out of the sprint time box, but now we're going to context switch and really focus on the future. Um, try to lighten it up. That's a tip for Scrum Masters as well, because I think that's one of the places where engineers don't like doing sometimes. Um, huh? So try to lighten it up, make it fun as well. Yeah, like there's a reinforcement aspect. There's a flip side to that, though, is that teams then expect you to bring pastries. And as somebody who would bake for their team, I would end up with teams that were like, where's my cake? I was like, I, I get I was you. a Scrum Master a part of a team and their expectation was every sprint planning there will be pizza <laughs> and that was my responsibility as scrum master was every sprint planning there will be pizza see and now we have the title for this parking lot right there there will be pizza <laughs> yeah it's a good one right on all right gentlemen thanks again for the time so 
We'll, we'll even do it the normal way for a close. Until the next time, I'm Brent. I'm Justin. I'm Sonny. Until the next iteration, you can give this episode specifically a five-star rating at your local podcast provider. You can reach out to us on mail at info at fasterthanstandup.com or you can find us on Twitter at FasterStandUp. Thanks for listening. And that was not Faster Than a Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.